Hello, welcome to another session of Learn with Veer Sagar. Today I'll talk about something which everybody has. And if you have a good one, it'll make your life. And if you have a bad one, then you have to change jobs. That is a boss. A good boss can be such a blessing, especially if you find him very early. If in your beginning of your career, you end up with a good boss, you are very blessed because you learn so much from him. He gives you so much of importance. He gives you so much of power, empowerment, he gives you authority, responsibility. So you go ahead and learn. You learn to do things on your own, learn to make mistakes, learn to, and learn to learn from mistakes. If you have a boss who is not so sure of himself, See, inferiority complex, right? Who's very suspicious of everybody. You know, he comes spying around. What time are you coming? What time are you going home? What are you doing during office hours? Are you gossiping? You know, then that boss can be such a restriction on your life that you stop enjoying what you're doing. People have left jobs not because of better pay or better work conditions, but most people have left jobs or changed jobs because of a bad boss. I went to one case, I mean, an employee of mine resigned, right? He was a branch manager and he was not getting along with the regional manager who he didn't think was a good boss. One week later, he came back and said, can I withdraw my resignation? I said, why, what happened? So he said, you know, my boss, because, whom I, because of whom I resigned, has joined the same organization where I was going to join. As, as the regional manager there. So he was going to move from one place with the same boss to another. So he stayed back. So a boss can be a life. So, but you have a boss who's got an inferiority complex or who's that you can still handle him. You have to learn to how to handle your boss. If you can handle your boss, right, even this Type B type of bosses can also be an asset. I had one boss right, who had an inferiority complex. He was good, very sharp in his own ways, but he's a very limited mindset. Right? And he would therefore look at anybody who thinks out of the box or anybody who thinks are ambitious with suspicion. And I got a lot of my credit in his time. How? I used to give all credit to him for anything that we, that succeeds. Anything I did and it worked well, I would give him credit in public. I never criticized him in public. Even when he said something stupid or something ridiculous in his presentation, I never contradicted him and said, no, sir, that's wrong. I kept quiet, if possible, supported him. And then outside in private, I told him what you said is wrong. This is the right situation. So he began to trust you. He began to see you not as a competitor, but as somebody who will help him. Most people, when they see a bad boss, have a bad boss, think, oh, let me pull him down so that he goes off, moves off and I take his place. It doesn't happen. If you pull your boss down, you will come down with him. Because the management would never put somebody, if he has moved your boss because of incompetence, 
or a poor performance is not going to replace him with somebody from his team who is starred, who's got the same reputation of being part of a losing team. So he'll take somebody else. Your best bet is to move your boss up and let him pull you up. I had another boss who was rigid for rules. He didn't want to go into details. right? And therefore, he would cut you short. And there were times when he had a lot of time. And if you went to him, you are in trouble because he asked you such detail. You are a smart man. So detailed questions or keep on asking irrelevant things and make you go back without a solution. But if you if you was in a hurry, then you would get away with anything. So one of the things I learned was to be in good terms with the boss's secretary. Find out the boss's mood, find out the boss's program before you get in. If I know like my, I had this one boss with a very fixed retinue. He would come into office at 9. 9 to 9.30, he would read newspapers. Every damn newspaper that got printed, he read from cover to cover. And if you went in during his newspaper reading time, right, he didn't want to talk to you. But since you were senior, he could throw you out. He'd just take a minute and he'd agree to whatever you want to say, sign wherever you have to sign. Say, now go. If you went after he read the newspapers, with the same thing, you will come out with no agreement because he will cross-examine you, divert you, think of something else and then ultimately go back and say, do your work again and come. Similarly, so I used to do that go at the right time for him. Then I used to find out if he's traveling somewhere or if he has to go somewhere, then I'd, then I'd go with something which I do not want a discussion on, but, a but I'm just agree. If I wanted a discussion on something, right? Then I would go at a time when he's got time and then go in and get his view so that ultimately he comes out with the idea or, or he goes with the idea that that was his idea that he has given, which I'm implementing. We had a situation where there's a thing called, it was the 100 percenters club by a, com a company where if you meet your targets in nine months, then you go, you and your wife go for a holiday or actually to get together of all such people in the company all over the world in some very exotic place, which was technically for uh, more education, but it was basically for holiday with some education thrown in. When this boss, when the boss joined the company, when he come from a public sector, he didn't think of much about marketing anyway. So he said, what is this nonsense? What a waste of money. We are not going, we are not sending anybody there. At that, you know, it was demoralizing to all my team my, as the head of marketing who worked very hard to achieve this. So I had to reposition the thing in such a way that the boss was given the credit for the company actually achieving the sales targets. The salesman achieving the sales target and he was made the recipient of the award for 100%. He was made a member. Then, of course, the whole thing changed and we all went. So if you have a good boss, you can learn a lot and you can go up a lot. If you have a not so good boss, and I'm not saying not a bad boss, I have not met a bad boss yet. Boss who is not ambitious, who is not confident about himself, then for him, right? Also, if you can understand him, find out his strengths and weaknesses and work on them 
you can learn a lot and you can achieve much more because he does not interfere at all in what you are doing with that thank you very much before i conclude i have a request to make if any one of you have a subject that you want me to talk about some issue that has worried you or is worrying you in your working life then please let me know and i'll make a, i'll give a talk on that and i'm sure in my long experience i would have come across this issue either as an employee or as a boss similarly if on the talks that i've already given right if you find that some of them need more explanation or more examples please let me know and i'd be happy to have a supplementary talk you may contact me on the address given at the end thank you very much and till we meet next time goodbye